Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of the rap music plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. What is up, family? It's really rare that you have the chance to find an artist that you feel truly sounds like nothing else you've ever heard before. That's a very weighty statement, but sometimes it happens. And today I've not only found an artist like that, as many else have, but I've actually been blessed to speak with one of these artists today. And that's Philly's own Andrew, whose blend of melody, eclectic tastes that infuse into a brand of hip hop that is so irresistibly catchy, honestly. And as I just said it, remarkably honest, remarkably honest. I have to say that twice because it's really amazing the kind of effect Andrew's music can have on you, especially his latest record uh, released under $3 Pistol, Zilla Rocka's label that's been doing great. And I'm just really excited to have you on. So how are you doing, man? Thank you very much. I appreciate the, the kind words. I'm doing good. I can't complain, you know. Mm-hmm. Can't complain. I'll save that for the songs, you know what I mean? <laughs> I got bars, you just go to them. Like I own them and you sitting alone in them. Say you got ladies, they don't pick up when you're phoning them. Call your ass Morton because you're looking really sodium. Don't you step on my sneaker already scuffed from doing impressions of Kyle Leeper Variations of cool kids, some gold and a beeper This shit don't get me high like some old ass reefer Yeah, and you know like a a clear trait of your music that I really like that sets you apart as I said is this It has a lot of mix of like acoustic rock, folk, and kind of a confessional singer songwriter ethos i feel like that you bring into your raps and the singing uh so like what were some of your key influences that like like allowed you to kind of develop into this this artist that you are today um i think that like so i feel like music was just always super like um important growing up like uh like my earliest memories, like, you know, like was never without music, you know, at home, the record player was always on or some radio or something. And then like in the car, it was like a slew of tapes, you know, like a big box of cassettes. And I'm just like going through it. Like, what are we going to listen to? You know, so there's always music going on all the time, which was like really inspiring. Um, and like my, both my parents were super big Beatles people. So mm. like, um so it was like you know that was like my introduction was the beatles and then a lot of like you know 60s you know 60s 70s stuff like a lot of soul a lot of like different like old music was always playing so that was kind of where i jumped off and then you know as a kid you kind of rebel against what you you know yeah what your parents play and all that exactly so then i had like 
my cousins were like, you know, I grew up in like an Italian family, like super close, like eat dinner with your entire family every Sunday type mm. of type of family. So I was really close to my cousins who were like super like punk wearing like Dickies jackets with patches all over them. So like I got into <clears throat> that kind of stuff too. Like, so I had, you know, this with my parents and then like I was getting put onto all this other stuff when I was really young that like, I feel like a lot of other people weren't at the age because I had like all these siblings that range from like my age to like 10 years older than me, you know? So that was kind of the jumping off point. And then um, as far as, uh, you know, just kind of like, I felt for my whole life, I kind of just appreciated all different kinds of music. Like I really did have an interest in like, um and just all different types it wasn't i wasn't like dead set on anything um <clears throat> so it just made me it made me like want to explore everything that was out there and i feel like at the time there was like so much happening in all different types of music um <clears throat> what about yeah. hip-hop specifically what were the first kind of hip-hop artists that you really got into so I, I, I think like the inception of, of real hip hop in my life was probably like when I was in middle school and my older brother like brought home like 36 chambers mm. and like put it in his big CD player that he like saved up to buy on this like crazy disc changer and just like listening to that and being like so intrigued because at this point I'd already been super into like writing just in general, like mm. not hip hop stuff. I could just always was like one to write things down. And like, you know, when I started playing music, I was always in bands and stuff. And I was the one always like trying to write the songs. So right. the, the, the lyricism of it all is really what like struck me. Hmm. And yeah, could you speak a bit more to that musical background, like as it relates to your like music making? So from how to how to make beats, how to write, uh, how to rap, how did that all come together? Um, so I started playing guitar when I was in like sixth grade. Um, that was like the first I feel like, you know, as like a young kid right then, like finding punk and stuff like naturally, I was like, oh, I want to play guitar. So that was like my first venture into that. And that led me into playing in some bands. And like I said, writing a lot of music. And then once I started listening to hip hop and getting super just like in delving into everything. And I was just like, like I said, I was a writer. So I was always writing and listening. And um, so time goes on, I'm in lots of bands. I'm still just doing all different stuff every band I was in someone either like quit or, you know, just, it would just like kind of, and you had to always like, you're always relying on people. Mm -hmm. And, and I kind of like fell in love with the idea that I could just like do the writing that I wanted to do and like kind of not have to rely on anybody. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of like finding beats online and like just writing like crazy. And that's how I kind of got into it, just like from honestly, just like being so inspired by all the 
because like i feel like there's so much that goes into writing like a rap verse whereas opposed to like i could write like a rock song and there could be like eight words in the whole song yeah you know yeah I mean? exactly be like so like it's so not i mean obviously an Irish song but like hip-hop is so like lyric driven you know what i mean it's like yeah so that to me was like so appealing as like that's like loving to write yeah it's it's really funny because obviously right now like the generic stereotype that people like to throw on hip-hop in a negative way is that oh it's just like they listen obviously first of all they're just listening to what's on the radio which is just like the, a dumb way to look at a genre of music but even that aside they're like oh they're not talking about anything they're just repeating the same words and it's funny because it's it's the same genre that is by far by there's no stretch of the imagination the most lyric driven the most lyrically dependent and it's wild when people don't realize the cognitive dissonance between like very popular rock music that's also great but there's not a lot of lyrics going on it's just not the focus which is fine but it's just funny it's just funny how people do well, that yeah and like essentially what you're saying is like it's just funny because people that are saying that it's like saying that every rock band is saying the exact same thing it's like saying like you know, Christian rock and like death metal are like, oh, well, they're just rock and roll. They're just yeah. saying the same thing. Yeah. It's just that people that like are saying like, I don't like this and I don't care enough to like actually do any like research beyond like the small things I know. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just gonna lump that all into one thing and then say that that's what that is. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Same thing that happens like to country music even uh that often gets labeled i mean and i agree i think a lot of the the the, the radio music on in countries is really bad that bro country but that's not all of it there's a lot of great it's stuff it's not country music it's pop music it's yeah just like you know every music has their pop version of it and like mm -hmm. real like real true country music is like great it's it's like some of the best storytelling that you'll ever hear, which is like obviously such a big thing in hip hop too. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's just some of the best storytellers in hip hop and then in country, both like it's nuts. But yeah, if you're like, oh, I hate country music because I don't like like Tim McGraw or I don't even know <laughs> what it's on like country music anymore. Yeah. But if you don't look like country music, it's on the radio. Yeah, that's just like, that's pop country music. That's just mm -hmm. like saying, yeah, all that stuff sounds the same but you're not you're not trying to like move outside of what you know that bubble to like see if there is anything in country music that you do like you're just assuming you don't by thinking that whatever else is out there sounds like the things you know yeah yeah exactly um when when we when we talk about pop 1967 uh really interesting thing that you put in your description in Bandcamp for the record is that uh, it's reminiscent of that late 2000, early 2010s blog era rap, which it's funny that when I first listened to it, Arco the Super wrote that though too. Who, who wrote that? Arco. Oh yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, nice. So like, he's like, can nice. you write something about the thing? I'm like, nah, you just do it. <laughs> like it was a you, great, it was a great description. So you, you write the description, you heard the record. I was like, I don't know what to write. Yeah. So uh but you know he did a great job with that because but but it's funny because i actually i actually only got that like i only fully like i was like oh that's definitely it when i listened to your latest album which we'll obviously get to because it kind of made the old your, your previous album pop uh 1967 click in a different way i think i just kind of needed to hear more and then it all yeah. made sense but i'm curious what is the 
what is it about this movement in hip hop that resonated so strongly with you? Um, if it did at all, because knowing that Darko wrote that and do you feel like you see that connection and how it may have inspired you like a deck whole decade later? Well, I mean, I think that's just kind of like, that's just like the stuff that was right in kind of like the beginning. Well, not like the beginning. So uh, it was just stuff that's like super inspirational to me, like as like an artist that like kind of brought me to their like old DJ drama mixtapes mm. and stuff. Like that was like, that was like my youth and like me growing up and like being inspired as a fan one and as a writer too because like that's the stuff I was listening to that was like the most some of the most inspirational shit for me is like like re-up gang we got it for cheap mixtapes like yeah you know like not even sanctioned albums like mixtapes like that shit like Willie the Kid La the Dark Man like dudes that were on like DJ drama shit like forever ago that a lot of people you know don't even know like that was that was the stuff I was listening to, like all these like dipset mixtapes and stuff. Like I used to go to this one corner store in like uh in like my area, and we used to go there and like buy 40s like when we were young, but they sold like they had a whole case of mixtapes, and I would just go there and just like buy mixtapes all the time. Mm-hmm. And like buy like JR writer fucking mixtapes and shit. Was it was it like a particular quality of it that you think really drew drew you to it? Like maybe the I don't know. I'm thinking of that it's very raw. A lot of that music was a lot more raw. It was a lot very indie. Like there was a lot of success. Obviously, that's why it's the blog era. A lot of people just blew up out of nowhere overnight. Yeah. With not while not making pop friendly music, quote unquote, which I'm thinking might be a, an aspect too. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was definitely like something else where people were finally like getting a little found a way to like sneak through the cracks to get some kind of exposure mm-hmm. which was cool and it was like bringing shining a light on something else that wasn't like the mainstream stuff that you were hearing and it was just like people from out of nowhere like you said um i think yeah i think like i think that is definitely relevant to me and like the grassroots kind of, mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know what i mean like i feel like that music kind of reminds you of like people that are there just like doing it you know like they're just doing it regardless like it's it got to you somehow but like it was going to get made one way or the other you know what I mean it was there because it needed to be made first and foremost not to like all right we're gonna make this so then we could leak it into this it was like nah like this dude made it some other dude was like this is fire and then like put it on the internet you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so for me I think that's big too because I just like need to make the music regardless. It doesn't matter what the outcome is. It's just like the fact that people are into it and are fucking with it. Like that's just like added bonus. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And um, you're talking about the idea of, of just like you'd make it anyway. You kind of have to make it almost in a way. Um, that's another obvious thing that strikes me about all of your music uh irrespective of just pop 1967 is that you're very honest you're very open and so like you're does it ever feel kind of painful to kind of rehash potentially certain thoughts or and then also another point is like 
is it difficult to be or uncomfortable to be so open in a public forum or does it actually kind of help you to maybe process your emotions by putting them in the music? It's like both. It's definitely like, I mean, it's like just a form of therapy, just like saying things, writing them down. Like it just like helps, but it definitely at the same time. Yeah. It's super like, you know what I mean? It's like, you're very vulnerable. It's like the most vulnerable you can be just because you're just like, yo, here I am. You know what I mean? For everybody to just say whatever the fuck they want to say about what you're doing. They don't have to offer up any like part of their own life or anything about themselves. They can just see what you're doing and then just literally just like say whatever they want to. So yeah, it's kind of scary <clears throat> at times to be like, to know that you're just fully like, there it is. You know what I mean? Like anybody could just stumble upon it. Mm-hmm time and you're just like there on display so it's definitely um it's a little like uh anxious stuff sometimes but at the same time like it's just so helpful and uh and like like it's a necessity for me that it just kind of like it's like you just kind of take take the negatives and the positives of it you know yeah i cannot do it and uh and at the same time, like, I always try to take away the, like, all right, if <clears throat> something was bothering me or whatever, like, that I wrote, you know, like, I was just, like, getting it out there, like, and that made me feel better. I'm like, all right, well, like, if that made me feel better and I can put it out there and, like, if I'm going to be completely, like, transparent and seen, maybe at least, like, someone else will hear that if they feel the same way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If that will help them. Then it's, like all right, well, at least like if I'm getting it out there, maybe it can at least do some, do some good too at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Got to figure out it that way. Yeah, no, I feel that completely. It's, and it also, as like a listener, it feels so much easier to get into, especially if you're not familiar with an artist to really connect with them. That's obvious, but it's, it's not a small thing. Uh, I think especially again, as we'll get into your latest record, I feel like you can really get to know you, at least how I would perceive you just by listening to the music, because there's no facade, there's no cloak, there's no mask. It's, it's just really you. Yeah. I, I think, I really think that like, that's the thing that I try to really do is just like fully actually represent myself with what I'm giving you. And like, feel like yeah like that what i'm saying to you is like is just me like if you were to meet me and you listen to me, all you did was listen to my music and you, then you talk to me you probably feel the same way because mm -hmm. i just be making some dumb jokes that weren't really funny and <laughs> it's just like all that kind of stuff you know it's just it's the same thing you know what i mean it's just like i feel like the genre is like dark comedy and that's just like what i do anyway you know yeah what I mean? and that's that's particularly my cup of tea that's my yeah, favorite that's, kind of comedy it's yeah that's just i just feel like it, it really like you know the whole cliche like laughter is the best medicine but like it's a fucking cliche for a reason hey yeah, you know some I mean? of those like, are right you know you know yeah. what i mean it's uh it's it it feels good to laugh and it definitely helps um helps the hurt sometimes if you know you you know you're not feeling too hot a laugh will go a long way so yeah and another thing that struck me about when i first heard this album but it extends to the rest of to at least not actually the rest of your music but to your latest record too 
is that it's funny because I can I opened this, this conversation by saying, you know, so, so unique, so this and that, so one of a kind, but honestly, when I first heard it off of a few recommendations from some folks like Dano and, and Zilla Rocco, like I was like, okay, let me check this out. I mean, I liked it, but the part about the whole uniqueness and the different, it honestly didn't really show until like very repeated listens. And I mean that as a compliment because it's actually something that I am reminded of with artists like Big Crit or Kanye even. And it's not like you make same music, but it's the idea that the production and like you as a rapper are just so like in sync that I don't really find myself like focusing on like the beat or the rhyme. It's just, I'm listening to the song. And that's something that I feel is very common in artists that produce and do their vocals and rapping themselves. And that's a common, I mean, that's a very notable trait with your last two records because the previous record, which was very good too, uh, Weight of the World, that was produced by Necessary People, Hike Keach and, um, and I Live produced that. And then as well as Still in Trouble, that also didn't have, uh, I don't believe any of your production on it, but these last two are fully produced by you. I didn't even know how to make beats when I made those albums. And that, that's, okay, so that, that just blows my mind. And I, I'm just curious, like, uh, do you think this self-production aspect like unlocked something in your creativity that like elevated your, your I can't music? I express enough how much, like, yes. Like, times a million and like the thing was like i was like i was working with people that were like just great like people that i like love in real life you know what i mean not even like oh this guy sent me some beats like Mm -hmm. most of the people i work with like i'm like actually you know they're like my friends on top of just like i just am so, so happen to be lucky to like do music with them too so uh so I'm working with all these people and like, I'm, I'm getting so much, like there's so many good beats, like over the years, it's just crazy. Like I feel very like grateful about how much like good music I was able to like people. I'm like, Oh wow. This for me. Thank you. You know, like <laughs> it's great. But at the end of the day, like I'm the only one that knows exactly what I want to hear, like, or what, what exactly what I need, like for whatever reason, I can't, I, I can say is I can never stop talking to someone. I could tell them a million things, but that doesn't mean that it's going to get back to me exactly how right. I want, because like he's his own person or they're their own person. Like they have their own thought of it as well. So they're always going to flip it a little bit different or do something else like their way. It's rare that you can like tell someone like, Oh, this is exactly what I want and come back the way exactly how you wanted it so once i kind of figured out the the back end of the production side that i'd been like had wanted to do forever um i feel like it just really like found me in a spot that i just like made me so motivated i think really more than anything that like i just got so hyped i was just like i was like making a couple beats and i was like oh this is you know whatever i could listen to this it's not Mm -hmm. the worst thing ever and then like i i remember one day i like flipped this thing and i made this beat and i was like i was like damn this is actually like kind of good like this this doesn't suck so i sent it to iLab and i was like yo 
like, check out this. And he's like, damn, this doesn't suck. And I'm like, all right, there we go. That's all I need. Like I got to the point where I could, like I turned it around and I was able to make something that was at least like, all right, I'm getting somewhere. And then like, I just kept going and kept going. So I got to a point where I was like making some beats and I was showing like I live. I was like, Hey, what do you think? Uh, you know, I was thinking about doing some remixes from like, cause my third, my first thought um, was like, when I started making beats, I'm doubting the shit out of myself. I'm like, right, oh, yeah, yeah. they're like, you know, whatever. Cause I'm, I'm making them. I'm like, I, they can't be good. So I'm like, all right, this is cool. I like this though. I'm like, maybe I'll take some like songs from like Still in Trouble and WOTW and do like a little remix project where mm -hmm. I'll like make, I'll like use these beats that I produce and I'll like do some. And I showed him to like iLive and he's like, nah, man, like you just gotta like write new songs over these, these like these songs are, these beats are actually good. Like you gotta just use them. You can't just like throw that on it. And I'm like, all right. So then I just kept going and uh, I started making some stuff and like I would make something and I would, I'd be so psyched that it came out like how I wanted it to. And like, mm -hmm. it did exactly what I wanted it to that like, I'll get so much more psyched to like write because it actually worked. I'm like, I fucking did it. And then I just like kind of, kind of went in off that motivation. It was just kind of like, it's like a went full circles wild. Yeah, and that I am thankful. Yeah, and the the end product is is amazing, and I want to get into I think the culmination of all that, and that's your latest record. The rain knows what it's doing. I feel like this album, you just hit all the right buttons. Like I said, Pop nineteen sixty seven, I thought was very good, and but it it actually clicked with me after listening to this album because I almost kind of was like, wait, like what? Yeah. What was I was I missing something? Because yeah, I feel like they kind of like. Um like i feel like you're right though like i feel like pop makes more sense once like you hear this record like when like if that was your only like frame it was like it was like the part two to it or something you know what i mean yeah like, yeah it does feel like that it's on its own but it like makes more sense when paired thank you low times and thank you pain thank you every little thing that makes right and and i think it's just a lot to do also with like growth in from a musical perspective but also just like in your perspective i feel like in some of the lyrics that you you talk but talk yeah. about but the the hooks were so sticky uh i feel like the bars were even like harder and so many quotables and the production was in on, on another level like like i've uh, like we'll talk about in a few minutes um and this feels like like a breakout record after another breakout record right before it um and and so i'm assuming you'll say the answer to this question is that the production was the key piece but what do you think was the biggest aspect of your music that has kind of improved over the years and have you just generally been surprised by any of the reception that you've got for this latest yeah, album? I've been surprised by all the reception I've got because <laughs> I was just like, like I said, I was just making, I'd been making music for a long time. You know what I mean? Like I started, I like recorded my, like I actually recorded and put together songs in like 2006. 
So I've been doing this shit for, you know, it's not like, oh man, well, like <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. been doing this. It's like, nah, I've been doing this. But uh, so yeah, the reception thing to me is like funny, you know, like I said, like I just love music and it's like just a part of my life and I just need it as like a person. Um, so like, yeah, so that's all like just a bonus. It's great. It's really, mm -hmm. it's really cool. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I really think that learning the pro production side, which was like just a really big goal of mine for like a forever, just, I always wanted to learn it. I always, I've always had a hand in, in like the beats that I was rapping over. Like uh, I would, you know, work in sessions with dudes and like make beats with them. You know, I could get on like a pad and like do some shit, but yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I didn't know how to like set all that up and do any of that. So I always had a hand in it, but I never actually could do it myself. And then once I, once I figured it out, once I figured out a way for me to be able to do it, um, that just like elevated my writing. So like the fact that then I could make beats that I, that I knew exactly what I wanted. And then I, you know, then I had that, so I didn't have to rely on anyone else at that point. And I was like, oh, well, like I made this. And then, so just, like I said, it was like a, it was kind of like a full circle, like learning how to make a beat, like came back around, like kick me in the ass to like write even better. Right. Because I just was so motivated. It was really just like learning, <laughs> kind of just like really learning the one thing really motivated me on the other side to just be better and it just i think i think a, a thing that really like once i figured it out um how to do the stuff on my own i i feel like i i felt more comfortable to like fully do what i wanted to do and to like be myself even right. more because like i think like people are like, oh, I like that you're starting to do like more melodic stuff and like this and you're, you know, like whatever, which is like, you know, yeah, like, cause that's what the last two records and it's, it's not stuff that's like a new thought to me. It wasn't like, oh man, maybe I should try doing this. It's stuff that I've always like kind of tinker with and fucked around and like kind of did on my own, but I was like rapping on other people's beats or like doing projects with other people. And I just wasn't sure. You know, I just wasn't confident enough in it yet. And I wasn't sure mm -hmm. like how it would be received by the, like these other people, even though they were like my, you know, I was close with them. So I kind of just like put it off to the side. And then I started yeah. making the stuff that I wanted to hear that I could, that could like work to my strengths on like on both kind of sides of the coin, like with the rapping and singing stuff, mm -hmm. just kind of like freed me to, do whatever I wanted to do. And then that's why I feel like you see the growth from like pop 1967 to like the rain knows what it's doing. Cause like, it was like with the pop, I just figured it out and I was like still fighting through it. And then like, when I got here, I feel like I almost like felt way more relaxed or something. Like I was very, yeah, like, it feels like that. That it, it really um, feels like that. I felt like it was just like, one of those things where I like, I couldn't help, but like, I was just like, I couldn't help but smile because like, I finally was like, oh, wow. Like I figured it out in a way where I can like, I was just having so much fun. Like I just, I found a way where I could just make stuff on my own and like literally like 
I made all the beats on that. I recorded myself. I recorded like the whole, I recorded it here. Mm -hmm. I, I obviously wrote everything. There's not one feature on the record. It's just literally 100% me. Shout out to C Money Burns on the mix and master though. I definitely Amazing. did not have anything to do with that at all because I can, I'm trash. But uh, so C Money did that. But like, you know, like I wrote it, I made the beats, I recorded it. You know, I did all that. And it was just like, it was so much fun. Like I just, the fact that I could do all that myself and just kind of like have fun with it was just, it felt really great, to be honest. And and in contrast with pop, like as you say, you were kind of like still fighting through things. Uh, whereas on this one, you were a lot more comfortable. I definitely feel that. And I feel like it. I hear it in the music, particularly the production, because although there is similarities sort of in the production style. I feel like with this album, it's just everything's on another level. Everything's more grand, lush. There's like additional layering and instrumentation, even some background vocals that were really beautiful. Uh, it felt really like a one of the felt like I forget the artist, but some like just like some pop rock singer songwriter, like the way they would incorporate certain vocals I found and like saxophone and horns, like it's really nice. And even in like the ebbs and flows in the like the sequencing felt a lot tighter this time around with yeah. like an anthemic like grand closing like and and there's just generally the closers on a lot of these songs are really strong so i'm curious like what it almost felt like you were you since you had that figured out like you had the general beat making figured out you had kind of like the comfortability of the music like with your mel melody you kind of just took it to another level so like what do you think you did do differently when it came to crafting these beats, because they're definitely a lot more to it this time than pop 1967. I literally don't know. I just like, just kept this, this like these two albums too, is just a string of me just like making beats and making beats and making beats and, and just like, just doing it is, and kind of just like learning as I go and just being like, oh, okay. Like figuring things out that work better or like, you know, just better ways to do it. And it's just kind of like, you're just, this album to the next one is you're just watching me progress as like a human and a musician and a writer, kind of like, I'm just kind of going down and I just, I just am like practicing and practicing. Like, I feel like Pop 1967 was almost just like kind of the warm up to get to this record. Mm. You know what I mean, it was like, all right, I'm working out the kinks to get here. And it just kind of like I learned and and kind of got to the end result that I was looking for, which is rare. Um, but yeah, like I definitely felt way more comfortable making stuff by when I was getting into this record. Also, I'm just like always listening to stuff and whatever like does what you whatever you're hearing what I'm making is like what's inspiring me at the moment. Mm -hmm. or like just, like I'm just listening to like so much and finding things like oh yeah this is it and just like things that i can't i can't even wait you know i'm like watching the clock at work like get me the fuck out of here i need to like go flip this immediately yeah type stuff. so it was just i feel like it was just a constant like it's being it's being constant and like consistent and just like I never stopped listening for what I wanted to to find. Like I just was always on the hunt, like 
just listening to music, but not listening to find stuff, but just listening to listen and then finding it in the end because there's just so much great music out there. And like, I feel like I was definitely exploring a lot of genres that maybe not every hip hop producer delves into maybe sometimes. And that could maybe kind of lead to me sound some of the stuff I'm doing is sounding a lot different, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I just think there was a lot of a lot of progression in these beats that was just super impressive. And a lot of them showed up in like the outros on like Golden Spaceship, Orange Plastic Pistol. Uh that just yeah, it just really blew my mind. I was like just and it because it just all felt like it was so organic. And I'm curious, was this all sample based or did you perform some of these instruments live all sample based that's just doesn't make sense i'm sorry see yeah. so, money did a great job on that mix because like that sounded like you had a backing band that's just all in sync just well, neatly yeah. working. honestly i i just the only thing that i can say for myself and like beats is that <clears throat> i like hear stuff that I don't know. I guess like I just have an ear for what I for what I know will work for me well. You know what I mean? Like I hear stuff and be like, this is amazing. Like I need to like chop this immediately type of stuff. Like I did not play any, I did not play one instrument on this record at all. It's all samples. I <clears throat> it's all chopped resequence flips. It's and then so I mean the only thing I used is lots of vocal layering and different stuff like that but and then c money did his thing you know he did he definitely did some stuff on there as well but yeah i did not pick up an instrument on this record that's that's wild uh and i think that again goes back to uh one point you're yeah, saying about I found the right things yeah yeah you did and and i think that self-production thing again helps because it it improved i think a, like just this marriage between kind of even the tones I uh, think of Golden Spaceship again, because that's not, that one kind of is a bit more of a distinct song on the rest of the album. And it just allowed you to go really into a tone and a vibe that you have been doing the whole album, which is just being really reflective. And I, I sparks a lot of thought because of the title, The Rain Knows What It's Doing. So I have my thoughts about what that may mean, but what was your general mindset when you sat down to make this album? And what was like the overall kind of message you were trying to convey? Um, I feel like I literally never really have a message for anything. I'm just like, if the message is anything is like, I'm literally, I'm figuring it out right now. Like as we go, you know what I mean? It's like, it, yeah, it, it's just kind of, it's always that. It's just always like constantly learning, constantly trying to figure it out. Like, everything is on the fly. Like, I feel like that's life. You're just, you know, you, you never know it all. So it's very explorative, explorative, yeah. whatever that word is. Yeah. And like you said, like reflective, I'm just kind of like, it's kind of like I'm talking about all the things and times and events that like got me to like the present day thing. And then I'm just kind of like summing it up and just kind of like reflecting on it as a way to process it you know mm -hmm. and what would you say that what does that title mean the rain knows what it's doing is it kind of like the the world's got like like it'll work out kind of like it, well, it, there's so a master plan and 
the yeah. rain knows what it's doing like it's just like a kind of just a thing on like a you know one of those one of those kind of things where like oh yeah like i'm having a shitty day and now of course it's fucking raining as well you know what i mean like it's showing up kicking you when you're down type of thing like the rain knows mm. what it's it's just hanging around playing stupid like just like oh yeah you're having a bad day i didn't know oh well i'm here now <laughs> you know what i mean so just kind of like that was my that was what kind of i meant by it and you mentioned that you feel like this album is like represents a lot of progression in you as like a musician as an artist but also as a human and this in comparison to pop 97 does feel a bit like a progression in that sense that it feels a bit more distinctly dreamy aspirational it's got more of a hopeful tone like a think things will be all right kind of vibe but not yeah. in a cheesy way but in a real way like would you say you're more optimistic these days and is that like reflected in the music you think yeah i think i think like the you know the older I get and the more like kind of like things I just have gone through and like changes I made for, you know, myself or whatever is just kind of like, I'm just starting to realize more things. And um, I definitely feel like this record is more hopeful for sure. Like I said, like the first one, I'm still kind of like fighting. It's like combative almost. Um, but this one is more like kind of like accepting almost of the things because you kind of just realize that like, that's just how it is. You know, you can't change it. I'm just trying to like, I'm talking myself through it, you know, like, all right, like you can't do shit about this. Like you just got to take it as it comes type of thing. So, yeah. you know, I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to be unrealistic. I just, I try to be realistic with myself and at least like laugh at, laugh at this, you know, the hard stuff to get through it and like just, know that that's just how it goes you know you got to roll with the punches because you literally can't change it so it is what it is yeah and i think that comes through and especially on that last track like uh you say in the refrain too like uh i think it really comes through i'll say that i think it really does come through that's just like a don't kill yourself song you know what i mean you got yeah those you know we all got them days it's like where you just want to do all that dumb shit and it's like oh well you mean the world won't end. It'll keep going on. So you can, you can, you know, call it a day on it, but it's not gonna, the, that's gonna keep rolling. So just got to remember the little, your little <laughs> things and just try to keep going. Feels like they put me on a spaceship Flying so high I'm looking out the window Watching everything go by Feels like they put me on a spaceship Flying so high I'm looking out the window Watching everything go by Another notable aspect of this record is like the whole packaging behind it, the merch this like ridiculous like I like I I loved the artwork but now that it's like zoomed in because it's my background it's so fucking nice like it is so nice and uh just generally that that partnership with with Zilla Rocca with three dollar pistol I'm curious like how did his presence help you kind of progress um in your career because I know he's he's kind of been working with you for longer than just this album or at least been like informally working with you and just how has he helped you as an artist generally 
Yeah, so uh, Zilla definitely like pushes me to do stuff that like I just wouldn't do normally, which is good because like I need, because like I said to you, um, I'm gonna get the music done no matter what, you know. So I, that's gonna get made, and then I'm gonna put it out. But maybe like pop, like you you came to pop like after later on, right? You came yeah to a little later, yeah a little later, yeah. So yeah, so like I had that record and I gave it to Darko, and then he put it out a week later. You know what I mean? With no like, it was just like a it just appeared pretty mm-hmm. much. So. You know, Zilla's like, oh, you know, we got to give it the proper, we got to roll it out. We got to let people know, you know, got to do all the stuff, which I usually would just be like, nah, I'm just going to put it out. I don't yeah. care, you know, <laughs> um, which is dumb. But, uh, you know, I mean, you spend something, you spend your time on something, you put, <clears throat> you put yourself into it, you put your time into it, you might as well, you know, give it its due, give it what it deserves. You like, you did it, you might as well. Mm-hmm do it for real so um when i talked to zilla um it was right after i had dropped pop and he was he was like super he was hyped on the record and kind of like what i was doing um so we you know we were talking and he's asking me kind of what i had planned next for for after that and i was like well i already have this whole other record written and done if you and he's like, all right, let me let me put out the record, which is the rain knows what it's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of we just went from there. Uh, I already had made all the beats and writ- written all the songs. Um, I just kind of record was just recording, just going back and forth with him over like I'd send him <clears throat> the demos of stuff. And uh, we were kind of just working stuff out um, track list wise and all that. So, you know. As far as the music went, it was just still the same process, you know, me. Yeah. But, uh, but like, I had him his opinion on, like, you know, order. And then, like, there was, like, a couple songs that we held off on. And there was, uh, you know, stuff like that. So we we got to that. And then I definitely, I did tapes for Pop 1967. And so Zilla was like, yeah, we should do tapes, but we should do, like, let's do some like kind of special packaging. So that's how we ended up with the, the um, like the old school VHS thing. Yeah. It was all Zilla. So I'm going to give him that. Um, so we did those and then, you know, he had the idea for merch. Um, you know, he's like, yeah, let's like offer something. So I like did this, you know, I did this graphic and uh yeah, you designed this to yourself, right? You designed all yeah, this. Yeah, so I didn't do the cover art. Uh, I did all the layout on the, on the, the, I did all the layout on like the tape design and all that. Yeah. But like, did you, did you get the tape? No, I didn't get the tape. I don't have a tape okay. player. Yeah. No, it no, is nice though. No, it no, nice it's though. fine. It was just like we put in all the, um, we, we did like a sticker pack so like yeah all, yeah yeah i saw some so i some just made like, like designs from like just lyric based designs that and then we packaged all the like hard goods you know the cds and tapes and like whatever with the sticker packs and went along with it so i just like did designs for you know a couple things did like no name superstar did this like andrew flower logo did uh um tough enough for love i got bars you just go to them mm-hmm. 
thicker. One. Did the uh, did and then we did also the what the fuck was the last one? Hmm. Oh yeah, tough enough. And then just the tough enough for love that just has like the chains with the hearts, and it just says tough enough for love and like an old old English mm-hmm. thing. So we were just trying to like you know, just do it right. Like, you know, he, that's kind of like what he taught me. He was like, you, you spend so much of your time and you put like all you into this, like do, you know, do everything that you should do for like, give it the proper lead up, make stuff to go with it, like make actual copies of it. You know, so we kind of just wanted to hit all the stuff and just make it special. Like put it, you know, put a lot of, put a lot of like effort into it. Cause a, a lot yeah. of effort to making it you might as well put effort into the other side yeah and i think it came across it did feel like a different just like a whole different experience to see that uh like the hat the dad hats ill ill love that toque you got on like just really great work thank you yeah i was i was hyped um yeah the i got really lucky so like my boy mark um he's like a really great uh just kind of he does like a he's like a writer illustrator painter um and he did he did the cover art um and he showed me it and i was like fuck man this is great like i need i need to get that from you so like he had painted this and um and i just loved it and so i i was like yo whatever like i'll pay you whatever for it um it's like on a nice thick wood block um and I, I got it from him and I was like, man, this is just so perfect. And like, especially it was funny because like I already had like the rain knows what it's doing. Um, like I had I had that, that title. Thing. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, but I had the, that like f- that string of words in my head already. And then like he had drawn he had painted this and I was like, without you is- like ask, like without yeah. you interjecting, he, he just painted it for me. He just had painted it. And he wow. like, I, I seen it and I was like, damn, that's like crazy. And then, so I, I got, from, I was like, Hey, do you mind if I use this for like the, the cover art? Like it's just perfect. And you know, he's down. Um, so I just like was lucky. Uh, the, it was funny. So like the, the title of the record was, I had, when Zilla asked me like about what I was doing next, I had, I had this record, I had it all written. I had it produced. I had, everything like i had a title and it wasn't that so he that was a one thing is he's like i think you should change the title so i was gonna call the record andrew 3000 and that's like mm, you hear, yeah you hear it yeah andrew 3000 um and so that was the original title of the record but upon zilla's uh inquiry i changed it so but it like it's funny because i was going to use this I was going to use this cover art regardless if it was Andrew 3000 and mm-hmm. then it just happened to just like, all right, this just makes mad sense. I mean, so, yeah, yeah. I, I see what you were thinking of the Andrew 3000 it does feel like kind of like you on steroids, kind of like you, the new revolutionary, the yeah. new version of Andrew. It was just better. like, it's just like funny. Cause it, I just, I just love the word play on it, especially cause like, obviously, you know, you just, it's Andre 3000 with a W mm-hmm. like you just, one more letter there it's just funny um and i just liked it but uh he's like yeah it's like it might put you in a box with people seeing like that and might think like it might sound like outcast you know i straight up didn't even think about that until you just said it like i maybe because i heard it i heard it so i just think of the song but i never thought of it literally literally 
Andre 2000. Damn. Yeah. On paper. Oh, that is like straight up just one letter. Holy shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, this is the best thing ever. Uh, yeah, I'm just on. And then, but then, you know, he made his point where he's, you know, I thought that made sense. Like I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Like, you know, I'm not trying to be Andre 3000 even though I definitely am influenced by him. Like mm -hmm. this isn't an outcast record by any means. Like mm -hmm. this is not anything in that realm. So I, I, uh, I gave him the nod on that one, but like he said, like, I don't know, do you have any other thoughts? And like, this was the first thing I said. And he's like, yeah, that's it. So it's a fitting title for sure. I had to deliberate. Like I had it there. It was in the, it was laying in the shadows and i was like oh i emerge i am the type <laughs> but yeah uh, so it was funny that uh that that's how that actually happened i mean it's just crazy that it's in the the album cover too like the raindrops like that's yeah. perfect it was just, it just yeah it kind of was like meant to be type of yeah situation. exactly like, it's kind of like i couldn't ignore it you know what i mean so mm -hmm. but it was it was funny so yeah so my boy mark did that I did the layout, all the stuff. Like I actually photographed the wood slab, like with like, that's like actual paper. You could see like the textures in the, like in the actual coverage, you know, it wasn't like digital. I actually mm -hmm. set it all up. And then the cover, the photo on the back is a Polaroid that my, my uh, good friend, John shot of me, like when he was, he's from Florida and he was visiting. And uh, it was funny. We were all just hanging out and that was like, it, that's where the rough Elton John uh, song title was it inspired from that photo mm. was that like, <laughs> I just, I literally had worked all day. I was like covered in fucking like spackle and like paint. And like, I just looked, I was just like, like, you know, rock you know, dust on me and shit. And uh, we were just like at home and I, uh, I, I took it one of my friends, like pair of like Prada sunglasses and then I put them on and I, and then John took that picture of me and like, my hair is just wild. And I got like the mm -hmm. product. On. And then there was like, I was like, man, you look like a rough Elton John. Like I was literally like beat the fuck up, but I had these like product shades on and that's yeah. like song rough Elton John. Like I said, product shades on my face. Like that was literally from that photo. And that's, that's nice. why rough Elton John. And then uh Polaroid flash, a company, the last good company. Don't take it for granted. Never that that's like, that song, that title is like inspired by that photo that was on the back of the album, which that's is awesome. like a cool little anecdote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Uh, and um, so it started 2022. You released this, did this drop in January or February? Uh, February. February. Supposed to be the 15th, but we ended up putting out on the 4th because Bandcamp uh, announced like Bandcamp. The Bandcamp Friday. So we were like, fuck it, let's just, it yeah. was ready. You know what I mean, yeah. so we just did it on Bandcamp that day and then it came out on streaming on the 15th. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, this is still an earlier release. So I'm curious, like, what do you, what do you have uh, planned, if anything else, for the rest of the year? I got a whole lot. Of, I got a whole lot planned. <laughs> okay. Uh, too, too much. I literally was like saying in my head the other day, I was like, I have so many demos recorded that are like not really done i mean they're done they're written they're whatever like that not actually recorded i have so many demos like that is like troubling me like i have because <laughs> like there's so many different things i'm like man this is a lot of shit so but like that's the thing like i i'm always working on stuff so 
I feel like I'm grateful that I, you know, I actually am not lacking things to work on. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no shortage and which is pretty sick. Um, so yeah, first and foremost, I am <clears throat> putting out a joint record with Zilla. Yes. Yeah. He mentioned that to me. Yeah. So we're doing a joint record um, together in sometime this year, probably mid year. So this goes back to when I was telling you, he's hit me up, like seeing what I was up to. This was actually before he had asked me about the new record to about to put out the rain. But uh, so he was, you know, he hit me up. We were talking. He's like, yeah, like I really like pop, you know, whatever. And he's like, yo, you got any beats? Um, I'm about to like hit, go to go to the studio. I think he was going to Baltimore to like record with like Infinity Knives and like those dudes. Um and he was like, oh, yeah, you got any beats? I'm going to the studio. So I sent him like 10 beats, like a bunch of shit. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this. And then it just ended up like he was going to use pretty much all of the beats that I sent him. So that was cool. And then it was like, all right, well, if I'm going to use like all of these beats, like, do you want to just like work on a project together? And, you know, for me, like I told you, I just kind of figured out, I just kind of got to the point where I'm figuring out how to like make beats. Yeah. Like, obviously as being, being someone who's like done this for a long time and I had aspirations to like, to produce, obviously that's like a bucket list thing for me. It's like some, to make, to produce an album for someone else on top yeah. of myself. So so I sent him that and then that's kind of like, it was like, all right, well, I sent you 10 beats. You're going to use nine of them. Fuck it. Like, let's just work on something. Mm-hmm. So, so it was dope. I was sending him a lot of beats. He was just sending me back demos. that were just like, Ooh. it was, it was cool. Um, so yeah, we've been going back and forth on that. There's like a lot of people on that. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be a good, awesome. Record. Are the beats like in, are they kind of like drawing on similar territory in terms of the sound of these or are they different? What would you say? Um, I feel like, I feel like they're, they kind of draw from both like pop and the rain. Like, I feel like, okay. cause like they're all, you know, like it's all in that pocket of like time. Okay, that's interesting to hear Zillow on something like this. I mean, Yo, yeah, he's, he's like doing, it's really dope. He's like, it's really cool. I'm uh, I'm hyped for it. Um, yeah. So like Zilla like took the lead on that. Like he's doing like you know most of the rhyming, and I I jumped on there a few times. Did like nice, you know, a couple verses, couple choruses, you know. And then we got like a bunch of features from just like a lot of really awesome artists. Like just a great. There's like a great cast on. To be really sick. Uh, so I'm working on that, and then like obviously you know I live um he's one of my best friends in real life um so we uh he's if i don't record myself like i record with him because me and him just like me and him recording is just like me and him hanging out for Mm -hmm. six hours just like making jokes so that's kind of like how it goes but so once i was done this he was like yo like he do you know how like he has that label uh he has the he does the label cold rhymes with height keach i don't know if you uh, ever if you i know aware. i'm aware of height keach but i don't know about that no so height keach and donovan 
iLive, they do this small label called Cold Rhymes. Uh, Darko, the Supers, put out a lot of stuff on it. Oh, okay. All hype stuff on there, like uh, Donovan Days, iLive, Hell Whole Store, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so he was like, yo, let's do, let's like work on some stuff. Cause I have a bunch of beats from Donovan. I have some of my other beats. I got some beats just from like a bunch of different like friends. So me and him started working on that. And this is like a lot different than the rain knows what it's doing. Like, like fully different. Wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's been really fun. It's been cool. It's been like, Donovan's a great, Eli's a great person. He's just like such a great person to work with. He's very just gifted. Like he can, you know, just be breaking out like random things. Like, I don't even know what they are. He's just like, oh yeah, I got this. I'm like, oh, what only was I even do? You know what I mean? So we'll be in there and the way we've been doing it is really cool. So we'll go there, I'll go over, we'll get a session we'll like, I'll record the vocals. And then we just kind of like start breaking the beat down and then just kind of like adding, taking away, kind of like really just going at it while we're doing the song, which is really cool. Like we're kind of like live mixing it slash like improvising on the beat. We kind of use it as a skeleton and then kind of just mm -hmm. like do what we think makes the most sense. It's been really fun. So I'm working on that with him. Got the album with Zilla. Um, I am working on some songs with Steel Tip Dove. Damn, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, I've been talking to him. He, we, I got some beats from him a long while ago, but then we kind of reconnected and uh, and he sent me some more stuff. And then like, it was just really, really good. And uh, I had like written some songs and I like, sent him some demos and he was hyped on them. So we, we were just like kept working. So we got a couple songs in the tank, maybe turn it into like an EP, hopefully. Um, this dude, I don't know if you, you know, Filthy Broke Recordings, the yeah. FR. So like yeah. MJC, that guy, that dude um, who does that, uh, mm -hmm. He had sent me some beats. I did some demos with them. Like he's like so hyped on them. So we're gonna, I think maybe pursue that as well. Maybe just like as a couple singles, like some Lucy's. Um, so there's that. Uh, I produced a whole nother album for myself that I'm starting to record now. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm really hyped on this one. Uh, like very fun. Um, but yeah, so that's, there's a lot of stuff going on, but like the one that I just said, like that I produced, that I still produced fully mm -hmm. and I'm doing again is like, I'd say that was like the follow up to this and the other stuff is like, you know, little islands. Yeah. Okay. That's exciting. Um, yeah. So, so I'm doing that. I'm, I'm starting to record the songs for that, which is, which I'm really hyped on. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff, and then uh, do you know of the dude Jesse the Tree by chance? He's like, yeah. so uh, that I me and Jesse just had been uh, starting to like go back and forth a little bit, and like he had just sent me some beats, um, and so me and him had started working on some stuff, which seems like it's turning into something now as well. So um, yeah, I'm hyped. He's got a he's got like a a record coming out on Strange Famous um 
soon like hopefully within the next like month or so so that's gonna be sick and then hopefully i'll keep working on that stuff with him too so yeah do you know do you know dude uh ash by chance he he's born ash the esh He's like a Boston, New England dude. Um, uh, may, no, I wouldn't say. I don't think I know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send. I'll link you. I'll link you to his. Yeah, stuff. do that. I will. But uh, he's like an old friend who's like a crazy talented dude, and I'd been, I had this project that me and him have been working on for a while too. So, like I said, I literally got too much shit that's like bothering me. That's a lot, but I just very need exciting. To, need to get it all out into the world but yeah it's um like i said i'm i'm grateful to be have no shortage of things to work on um Mm -hmm. it's really cool honestly um like you said earlier like the about reception of the record also i go on tangents a lot and then end up getting lost and forgetting where i was what question i was supposed to answer so like feel free to ever steer no i was just asking what you had for 2022 so you're you're right on topic (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'm just saying, cause I, I'll like, I'll just go, I'll be like, I'll start here. Then I'll end over there and I'll be like, hold on, where, where did I even, how did I get here? So, <laughs> but, uh, oh, so the thing about reception that I just wanted to circle back to was the, for me, it's really cool to have like people just like finding, you know, the music from like other people's recommendations and stuff. That's really It's really cool that like, yeah. people. Are, oh yeah, I found this because so-and-so said, it's like, it's cool that so-and-so gave a shit enough about it to even say that this is good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, to like recommend it is like, that's like a, a big, you know, that's like the biggest compliment is someone being like, Oh yeah, check this out. You know? But the biggest thing for me with it is like other, like my peers, I feel like is kind of like the reception I've got in that kind of way. It's like, I'm always obviously most grateful to the fans, but like, it's cool to interact with, you know, other people that are like doing, that are really like doing shit right now too. Like to, yeah, totally. To like build relationships with other artists as well. So like, I feel like since then I've like, since I dropped the last record and been kind of working on this, I feel like I've just like talked to and made relationships with so many people just like, from the music and it all starts with the music but it like then goes beyond that you know what i mean it's cool mm-hmm. to like just meet people and yeah then like, you get some yeah. real connections real friendships yeah, like, yeah yeah outside of like music you have like common connections so which is cool it's just like i'm all about meeting new people and like new experiences new friends like you know we're here for a short time just mm-hmm. trying to do as much as i can well, I will just like to say that I'm really happy to kind of hear of the the progress and the progression as you as a man, as as a musician, as an artist, because I think we're hearing the fruits of your labor. And I feel like 2022 is going to show us a whole lot more based on what you're saying. And I just want to thank you for this conversation. It's been it's been a real pleasure. Real pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you uh, taking your time to invite me on and talk to me. Like I said, <clears throat> I get lost sometimes. So thanks for bearing with me on my <laughs> tangents. Um, but yeah, so you know, what are you going to do? It's life. Yeah. All right, man. Well, really appreciate it. Hope you have yeah, a good rest of the night. You too. Take care. I hope to get you some new stuff soon. And I'll send you some links, uh, some stuff to listen to. Yeah, for sure. All right. Take care. Peace out. Have a good one.
So there we have it. Another episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some new perspectives and insights into what the greatest art form known to man in hip-hop music has to offer. If you want to support the show in the most meaningful way possible, it would be my absolute honor to have you as a patron in the new Rap Music Plug podcast Patreon. Through this Patreon, you will be getting exclusive content such as bonus episodes, exclusive album recommendations, exclusive playlists, early access to episodes, and more. And above all though, you will be able to support the show directly in a way that will not only justify the crazy amount of time I spend on this show already, but allow me to cover some of the expenses related to supporting all of these great artists that we cover on the show through the website and will allow us to sustain and build on this amazing growth that the RMPP has experienced recently. Big shout out to Dano of Free Music Empire, Levy, Mahima, Jeff, Fatman Tomb, and Khalid for your generous support through the Patreon. I really appreciate it. So if you have any questions about any of the Patreon stuff or just want to keep tabs on the show, interact with me on rap music and all the great stuff that we can talk about, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at rapmusicplugpod or shoot me an email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on YouTube and Spotify as well. But that's enough self-promotion for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace. Peace.